0: You are locked in to Hour 3, the after hour of RSVP with Joe Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. This, of course, is the show where we hit all the trending topics and headlines across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. Welcome in to the after hours, you know, where we go into... It, it seems like we did that a little earlier, but we continue on with some of the more salacious topics that are in the headlines and trends out there in the world. So listen, I forgot to mention that, you know, Chad Ocho Cinco and Uncle Shannon Sharp have a podcast, The Nightcap. They too were discussing Yvonne Orgy and her predicament. Chad thinks that single uncle shay shay would be a good choice to hook up with yvonne yeah shannon was like no i don't need a saint because shannon grew up in the church his grandmother raised him he said, I need a sinner. I need someone like Miss B. Nasty and a Bible by the bed. We can talk and repent. And this is just what I'm saying. You know, Yvonne is attractive. She's wealthy. She comes with her own status. And Shannon is like, nah, bruh. I need them to be freak pre-prepared already. I don't have time to marinate that steak. I need it to come already done and seasoned and unfortunately I feel like those are the type of circumstances she might find herself in you know or men that pretend to be one thing just to kind of get in there and you know maybe have the bragging rights and and then (laughs) something else at any rate speaking of Chad Ochocinco Johnson You know, he was in the headlines over the weekend because he, without having prior knowledge, something I was talking about earlier, not doing your due diligence, not doing your research on a topic, but still giving commentary. Now, listen, we all do it, but sometimes it's important to take that extra step and find out a little bit more about something that you're commenting on. And in this case, that's what Chad should have done. Chad went in on Keith Lee, you know, that was a big story last week as far as his visit in Atlanta and, (coughs) excuse me, some of his visits that were not the best, you know, he didn't have great customer service at Old Lady Gang, which is candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta, her restaurant, he also went to a restaurant called The Real Milk and Honey, where there was some controversy there, but overall he had a good trip. And so Chad said that he did not agree with Keith doing what he termed tearing down black business. Right. And he went really far in on this topic. And then Chad said his daughter was like, "Nope, we team Keith Lee over here. He does a lot for businesses. He's honest. He's not asking for special treatment. He pays for his own food and he's just simply giving his opinion like anybody else. You know, he took off because of his honesty, because he was hitting places people were curious about in cities maybe they hadn't gotten an opportunity to experience. And he was just being real, you know, on the things that he appreciated, maybe things not so much. And so once Chad got the 411 on all the things that Keith Lee is doing, he sort of reversed course. And we're going to play that audio on in a second, but. I do have the question, why is it that we as black people, and again, I understand that we are in the precarious position of all at once, sometimes representing the entire race with just us and just representing ourselves. But why are we conditioned to say that we should accept bad service or that as far as a business, it shouldn't operate to the best of its ability just because it's black owned. I understand giving us grace. I understand, you know, allowing for things to happen, but continuously saying we should stand up and support those that aren't Giving us the same respect that we're spending our hard-earned dollars, that we are coming there to have an enjoyable experience and not be abused, you know, not be passed over because we're not, you know... A social media influencer, or whatever. I don't think that that is wrong. And I don't think that it should be looked at as tearing business down. We should expect a great standard, no matter who it is, because that is a part of having a business, being there for the customers. But we're going to get into Chad's walk back of the topic of Keith Lee and what he's doing as far as restaurants. Hey, hey Keith Lee got me together, though, man. He, he he. <laughs> he, he,
1: got me together though. Hey. He ate you up, I ain't going to lie.
0: Yeah,
1: he, 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 hey, that, that was a good one. He ate me up, <laughs> he ate me up buffet style. He got me, that was a good one. The wordplay is, is, is phenomenal. Hey, and he, he's, he, he's super girass. calm. Yeah, super calm. Hey, you know he crazy. Anybody, anybody talk like that and be nice and calm? Yeah, he crazy. <laughs> yeah, he crazy. He crazy. <laughs> Oh, See, that, 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 was, was, that was a nice. That was, hey, listen, that was a that was a nice little read,
0: though. That was a nice little read. Yeah, that was a nice little read. I appreciate that. That's a, I, I, I love him. He did what he had to do. Somebody said he worked you like a shift. I'm crying. So he did kind of. Oh. <laughs> yeah, That's a okay, man. And in matter of fact, I'm, I'm back on the show. I'm back on the. Sh- I'm back on the show tomorrow. You know, I know. I'm there with on tomorrow. So I- we going. Can- So listen, um, Keith Lee did politely and methodically break Chad Ocho Cinco down. But it's because Chad wasn't informed, that's his fault. He should have done a little bit more research and due diligence. But I do appreciate when someone can be adult enough, hold themselves accountable and walk it back and admit that. You know, they might have made a mistake. They might have prejudged. So rock on Keith. Certainly his profile has continued to increase, um, increase. Quamel, sorry, in the chat says, I still wonder where Keith Lee went when he was in LA. We'll have to check his TikTok. I know he was here. Listen, Atlanta is the only one he really had some problems with. That's not to say that he enjoyed every spot that he visited in every city that he went to, but he didn't have the feedback like he did from Atlanta. When we come forward, we're going to get into more trending topics and headlines. We're going to get into this conversation that Cam had with Joe Smith's Strange wife, that Gilbert Arenas, Kenyon Martin, and Brandon Jennings had on Gil's arena about the NBA lifestyle. And I'm going to add some context to a couple of these stories. All of that and more, you're locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So listen, a lot of conversation about NBA players and women over the last couple of days. Lots of it, lots of it, lots of it. So we're going to weigh in here, of course, and I'm going to add some perspective, some context that I think is important in the conversation because... You know, I see a lot of the comments and they're like, yeah, yeah, women are evil. Look at all of these wicked women just doing all of this lascivious and lustful and out-of-pocket behavior. And, you know, I think they're overlooking a couple of things. So first up, what kicked off sort of this topic for me what happened over the weekend um, early, early in the morning, or maybe it was late at night. Ruby Rose posted a picture. Ruby Rose is a rapper. Um, I think she used to be part of Taz's Angels back in the day, which were like, you know, a group of social media influencers that were pretty popular online, based out of Miami. Um, we know that Ruby used to date Halle Bailey's new guy, D. DD- well, he's not new, but her boyfriend, D. D. G. At one point in time. Ruby is a very attractive young lady. I think she's like 25 years old. Beautiful, nice, natural body. I think she may have gotten some boobs, but they're, you know, size appropriate. And so 46-year-old Paul Pierce left under a photo that she posted on Twitter. Two words. Comment was, my crush. Well, you know, Twitter is not going to let that live. So they were cooking P2. Um, you know, like, you're too old. You're way too big to be talking about my crush. Then there was the commentary on if Paul was too old to be looking at Ruby since she, in theory, is young enough to be his daughter, Right. Well, comedian Little Duvall posted, Women prove how hypocritical they are every day on here. How y'all mad at Paul Pierce for shooting his shot at Ruby Rose? But praise young Miami and Diddy. And Paul agreed with that. He uh, came through with the hand clapped emojis and my guy. Someone left a comment. Carisha's 30. Um, you know, Ruby Rose and Chloe are like 22, 23 because... Little Duvall also got in trouble when he asked about how old Chloe Bailey was. You know, I understand the sentiment, but I also know that old guys have been getting with young girls for as long as we can remember. And I just feel like you take away a woman's agency when they are of the approved age and you act as if they are infantized and they can't make the decision if they want to get involved with the said individual or not. Or that them getting involved with this person automatically means that they are being led astray and the person is a pet I I think that the word pedophile is used way too loosely in this current era. Do you know? And again, I understand in past generations, young ladies were not protected A lot of their defense and protection was put back on them. You know, they were called fast if they developed and had a nice body and showed it off. Because those women probably knew that the older men were looking and leering and plotting and planning. But... I also think that we have an age of consent for a reason and whether you agree with it personally for you in your life and maybe those in your sphere of influence, you can't take that away from someone who is operating within that boundary it's there and they're adhering to it. So I think the uproar about it, you know, is just a bit much. I think that it is kind of unfair, you know, no matter what side you sit on the case with it, which kind of brings us to this next topic. So recently on an episode of Gil's Arena, right? Well, actually, before I go into that, because we're going to get into that, we're going to put a stopgap in the middle of it with Cameron. Now, we know, we talked a bit last week about um, former number one NBA draft pick, Joe Smith, number one draft pick in the 95 draft, went to Golden State Warriors, made about $61 million in his NBA career, lost a great deal of it, ruined his first marriage because he was cheating and whatnot, and is now on his second marriage to an adult film entertainer. A video was released last week. Some people felt that it was a skit. Others, like myself, do not feel that it was a skit. I saw another interview that Kiss, Keisha Chavez, did where she discussed that she was just really being petty and didn't expect it to take off like it did. You know, the OnlyFans had sort of been around for about a year. And, oh, by the way, Joe Smith found out from a woman that he is entertaining i.e. stepping out on his wife so the woman herself was being petty like yo you know your girl got an OnlyFans so there's a lot to that right knowing all of that knowing that her reasoning for putting up the OnlyFans which I said she should have told her husband first okay (laughs) be fair about that but you know, got to do what you got to do to get the funds rolling, I suppose. And you guys always talk about a woman not holding it down and not willing to be there. This is what she knows. So how can you be mad that she's trying to hold the household down the only way that she knows how? But that's another conversation. In this particular interview with Cameron on his co host, Stat Baby Show, Cam spit a wicked shot at Joe's estranged wife, Keisha. And it was real player, the way that he walked her into that. And, um, you know, I think him was wrong. I think that he took it too far. I think he was doing too much on air. But this is kind of the lifestyle thing that we're going to get into, to a degree, when we talk about what gilbert arena said and this is kind of how it goes and kind of how it's introduced so i want you to listen to cam's comments to keisha and tell me if you feel like he overstepped some boundaries
2: what else have you been doing besides only and what have y'all been going through financially that you felt you had to do this I've had a bartending service called Cocktail Arrow with Kiss since I've been here. I have um, a moving company called Major Movers and Cleaning, and then I also have a massage business called The Body Rub Babes. Nice. Do the Body Rub Babes travel? Yes, they do. Are you one of the Body Rub Babes? Well, I have been, but now I kind of like kind of. Did you meet? But if I wanted you to be one of my body rub babes, like uh would you be a body rub babe for me? Oh, yeah,
0: sure.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Because I I don't mean to be a professional or anything like that, but I can't stop looking at your cleavage. It's it's you got yo, your cleavage okay. is popping, babe. No, no, you can leave it how it was, man. You can leave it exactly how it was, man. I right now I'm thinking about cleavage and the body rub babes. But uh <laughs> I don't cover no, high School. Not,
0: it's it's like
2: you know. Um. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to get off track, man. But um, <laughs> sorry about that kiss. <laughs> we'll talk afterwards. But um, about the body rub, baby, <laughs> and everything else. But um, you just threw me off for a minute. <laughs> if it's not me, it'd be someone equally as beautiful. I probably. I, I mean, yeah, I see why Joe is a little upset. You are very, very pretty, and from at least the stomach up, you're sexy and gorgeous. To say, to say the <laughs> least.
0: So first of all, the stomach up, Cam. Was that necessary? See? See? But what I do want to talk about is, because he also, like, it didn't just stop there. Keisha mentioned something about Joe being a millionaire at one point or something like that. And Cam was like, oh, Joe doesn't have a million dollars right now. Keisha was like, No. And Cam was like, wow, that's crazy. He don't even got a million dollars. Wow. And and you're with him. <laughs> and things of that nature, just, you know, putting it out there. Like he said, I'm a DM you. We're going to have a conversation. I got some ideas for you. <laughs> you know, that's how it starts, right? He was like, <clears throat> excuse me, some things where maybe I could help out you and Joe, help the little financial situation you're having. It was a little creepy and people were like oh look at her she's such a slur! she's just giggling one I think she was it caught her off guard it was a little uncomfortable what are you supposed to do in that moment two she made it very clear on another interview I saw with Miko Grimes shout out to Miko she's been a guest on this show that um You know, Joe doesn't start making stuff shake. There are other options coming to the door and she wants him to be aware of that. But she loves Joe and ultimately her goal is to work it out. But Cam, isn't there bro code that you guys are supposed to have? I mean, that seemed felonious, like just out in the open right there on video. No shyness about it. Andy did you think that um cam was being a habitual line stepper and how he approached Mrs. Smith?
1: Initially, when I saw the clip, yes, but after watching it for a second time, no
0: no, why not?
1: Because she's the disrespectful one
0: you f- why because she entertained it
1: Yes, you entertained it you're you're on this media campaign all of a sudden you're really trying to work it out. Why are you public? why are you answering questions? You know what I'm saying why are you on an interview with your cleavage out and why are you inter- Why are you going back and forth with Cameron? I'm sorry. <laughs> you I'm think sorry. That that's just too far. That's too far. You I- already done. went. you already, you already went petty by recording the situation. Leave it at that. If you love Joe, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Why are you on this media campaign taking all these interviews with TMZ going on? It is what it is. And I don't know how Joe feels, but Joe should feel disrespected. Joe should open his mouth and at least say something.
0: Joe apparently is still not talking to her at the moment. I will say that I think that she felt a little awkward and caught off guard by Cam's comments. And that laugh, I as a woman, look at that and say, oh, that's a little bit of, you know, nervous energy. Here's the thing, she immediately, when he mentioned her cleavage, kind of, you know, closed her shirt up. She didn't push the chest out more or anything like that. I know, like, making that move as a woman says, oh, gosh, let me, you know, bring it in a little bit. It's it's getting attention that I wasn't thinking about.
1: A lot of what she said to joe in the moment allowed somebody like a cameron to feel comfortable to be able to say and ask those things
0: that's facts you're you're exactly right about that i like i said she bringing their problems online knowing what she did as former work you know she put out there one of her businesses was the body rub babes i mean and cam is a harlem player cam is a smooth talker Please believe it. He has game. He puts all that ignorant stuff out there, but Cam can be charming. He knows how to talk to the ladies.
1: That was charming?
0: That was not. Okay. (laughs) However, I mean, that was game. That felt like he was macking her down. That felt to me a little ugly, a little creepy, right?
1: he just pointed out something that... She should have covered up off the rip. But, of course, we know what she does. We know the business that she's into. So she's all about flaunting and and flexing, you know, the goods.
0: I mean, maybe that was just, you know, the look that she was going with. I don't think she was per se there to seduce. She had the same type of look on, you know, all the interviews she did. We know she got an OnlyFans. It's not like it's a hard reach to go and check out what's going on there. It's a little
1: bit of seduction right there.
0: I mean, but I, I also I would consider I'm going to assume right that a woman that is a former adult entertainer is going to exude naturally some sex appeal or some sexual energy just naturally off rip.
1: Yeah, and I bet you she was covered up. Cameron wouldn't have made that statement
0: because yeah, she's attractive from you know
1: just by looking at the face?
0: he. I mean, but here's the thing. Do you think that he need breasts to make a statement like that? Do you think that he could have just... If she's just saying body rub, babes, are you one of them? Like, do you think that... He, I don't think... I feel like just by nature of the scenario, just by the way that it has been kind of put out there... I think I just lost Andy. I think I just killed Andy. Um, I feel like it is what it is like it is the show what it says. is yeah
1: facts facts she could have been dressed she could have been covered up and Cameron probably would have stayed and, and it shot, probably
0: shot. would have would have slipped out there like it, it would have just that that is my personal feeling but I do think he was emboldened given the fact that they have financial problems and by her former career you know
1: and see what I'm concerned is is that she's about to entertain that and, oh for sure and cam is probably gonna break her off with some bread for sure I, i'm just i'm just kind of afraid of this situation that's, that's i
0: all bad. I think that if this is not a plan between she and joe <laughs> that joe better get on board quickly and decide what he is going to do because the money train is rolling. And this lady said, you know, she ran away from home when she was about 15. She started off in peep shows. She's been in the streets for a long time. And she admitted that Yasmin, who she's not anymore, and Keisha, and probably Kiss, those are three different people. And she realizes that it's one person. But the separation that has to take place in order for her to do the adult movies... That could be enacted again to get the hustle on. When we come forward, more trending topics, more across entertainment sports, lifestyle, and culture. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. I told you she's so Welcome back in. You know where you are. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. We're about to get into some lifestyle conversation, that NBA lifestyle, that elevated. Um, What did Kevin Samuels call him? High value men? (laughs) Yeah. So recently on the Gills Arena podcast, Gilbert Arenas, Kenyon Martin. If you don't know who Kenyon Martin is, he's former number one NBA draft pick. I believe it was in the 2000 draft went to, at that time, the New Jersey Nets. His son, Kenyon Martin Jr., KJ, was just traded from the Clippers to Philly. No, I'm sorry. Where did he... Yeah. No, 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 no. He was in the James Harden trade. He was traded from the Clippers. He was part of the package. So he signed as a free agent. He was drafted to the Rockets. He signed as a free agent this summer to the Clippers. And Kenyon was very excited to have him home and around his younger children. And then he was one of the pieces involved in that James Harden trade that brought James Harden here. By the way, James Harden made his debut tonight. The Clippers lost to the New York Knicks. Um, Yeah, he debuted with 17. (laughs) Look at Andy. You know, but they lost 111 to 97 in New York, son. So he started alongside Kawhi, Paul, and Russ, but uh, like I said, didn't result in the W. The Lakers also lost down in Miami tonight. Um, I'm going to say it's the 6 man, South Beach, even though this is a veteran squad. I'm going to give it up to South Beach, and that's why the Lakers lost by one. Andy has something to add.
1: I love my Lakers, but we're not winning this
0: year. I'm sorry. You you know, I saw somebody tweet that, and you said that last week. So you, you don't see the fire.
1: I don't see the dominance at all. You're struggling with Orlando. You're, I get Miami, but I don't see any type of, when you're watching the whole four quarters of the game, at least maybe a quarter of just dominance. And, you know, I, I don't see any of that. You got LeBron James, you got AD. Y'all went crazy for Austin Reeves. Y'all was one of them. We went crazy for Rui Hachimura. Where's Hachimura? You feel me? He's D'Angelo been... Russell is still playing the way he's playing, inconsistent. I just don't think we have it.
0: Didn't we start off last season like this? And then it started to round into form. You know, Rob Pelinka made a couple of trades, a little infusion. Stuff started, you know, rocking and rolling.
1: Okay, Andy, I'm going to have some patience. But I'm sorry. I think the expectations coming into this season were pretty high. Because
0: we made it to the Western Finals on a bum year.
1: Yeah, definitely on a bum year. And, you know, I'm saying we we pretty much have the same squad that ended off the season last year. So I don't know. I just expected maybe just a little bit more continuity. I understand we probably got maybe five or six new players. So we got to, you know, bring them in. Vanderbilt hasn't touched the floor yet. I get it. I don't know. I just, you know, I got high expectations.
0: It's and early, Andy. We it's shouldn't be early. losing. To or-
1: we shouldn't be lo- losing Orlando.
0: We should not be point blank. We shouldn't be losing, you know. But it, it, I'm gonna just say it's the Florida run. It's early in the season. Okay. You know. we All right. We're gonna. I'm gonna keep hope alive. All right. I'm with you. I'm bit. with you, Jill.
1: But you know, I'm still disappointed.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Kenyon Martin, like I mentioned, Brandon Jennings who I I don't remember where Brandon went numbers-wise in the draft. I know he was drafted, obviously, to the Milwaukee Bucks, cycled through a couple of teams, ended up playing overseas now as a popular streetwear brand called Tough Crowd. Well, they have a podcast, Gills Arena, as I've mentioned, talked about it a couple times before, and they ended up in a conversation about what happens with the women that they come in contact with, as new professional ball players and their standpoint was they are introducing a woman to a lifestyle and to people that they have never been introduced to before and they set the standard and Gil said don't be surprised if your chick ends up hooking up with your teammate." so let's listen to this conversation and then I have a lot of context to add I have some um texture to bring to the conversation, so.
3: Real situation. I tell KJ, he's talking to a little young lady before a couple years ago, I, I just see her around a little bit and I tell him, don't don't be surprised if she one of your teammates.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. believe that. Right? Especially what? in this era.
3: <laughs> he go to Bahamas, a little preseason team retreat. He go knock on the door. Who answered the door? Mm-hmm. He hit me right away. Man, you ain't lying. <laughs> <that."> yeah. <laughs> At all, young fella. Yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's, it's like treacherous clockwork. out here in these streets, clockwork. man. It's clockwork. Yeah. It's clockwork, Yo, yeah. it's treacherous yeah. out here in these streets, bruh. <laughs> that hurts. hmm No cold? They ain't no moral no cold moral out cold, here. No moral cold, no violence. listen, nothing, man, man, they... Why man? not? You said why not? No, just, you said, said she why not? leave I'm... your room. <laughs> you know why not. Yo, man, I didn't be in a situation where the chick get off the elevator, thought she saw a ghost. hmm we in Boston. She come to see one of my... I had no idea she was going to see me in the hallway. Face white. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, yeah. How can you? can put her head down and start walking fast with a bag. Damn, uh, 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 know why we damn, damn, Barney. Yeah. Yeah. You know what well, i know bitches, Wilma? <laughs> Wilma running <laughs> fast as shit down the hallway. Wilma? <laughs> Wilma patting the shit out there, Going down the hall. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but it's the, uh, but it's the real like the that they need to hear that they don't get. Yeah. Like I will be in there. Like, looking, listen, I'll I mean, be looking at like, yeah, hey, how many of y'all got girlfriends? Uh-huh. Yeah. 70, 70% of y'all, y'all girlfriends gonna sleep with another NBA player. Yep. Why y'all
1: dating? So yep. get that over you. <laughs> yep. Because you introducing her, because you introducing her to a life. So uh, introducing her, her to life. a
3: life that you are the beginning of. Yep. No matter if you're the number one pick, you are the bottom end of it, right? There's players on that team that you watched and admired, they watched and admired. They had crushes on. They got crushes. If you, if they...
0: Listen, there are so many ways that we can attack this conversation. But let's start with one, introducing them to a lifestyle. Now, if many of you are bringing your childhood sweetheart along if you're in that position, then perhaps. But ideally, a lot of these men want the mixy women, right? They want the popular girls. I used to have a thing in my book that I wrote post-game pass, Access to the Life, um, where I would talk about Me Too, but not the Me Too movement that has taken place over the last few years, but about professional athletes and their desire for Me Too, Oh, you got that chain? Me too. Oh, you got that car? Me too. Are you with that girl? Me too. Sometimes they don't want to deal with the woman without a referral. Oh, she used to mess with such and such. That gets them excited. Now, Andy's frowning his face up. He doesn't believe me. But um, listen, there are quite a few professional athletes that share ex-wives, babies, mamas, etc. Quite a few probably more than you would imagine, right? And they still want to date the popular girls. I don't see them going for those good church-going girls or that student all the time, right? They want the girl that's banging. They want the one that's going to get them the value. Also, I mean, in this conversation, right, Gilbert Arenas discussing it. Um, before we even get into the thing with him, Lauren Shaq, that he referenced. Let's talk about his most recent situation. His youngest child's mother. She was married to. And has I believe three children with. Former NFL player Marshall Falk. Well Marshall Falk. When he was in. Back in the day. Used to date a woman named Candace. And they have a son. Marshall Jr. Candace later married. Who? Who? Derek Fisher so Marshall Fox step Marshall Fox's son his stepdad was Derek Fisher well what happened you know Derek and Candace obviously broke up right but Derek then went and married Gloria Govan who has two children with Matt Barnes in the meantime Lindsay who was married to Marshall Falk now has children with Gilbert Arenas Oh, by the way, Derek is married to what? Gilbert's ex-sister- in- law. So, you think that was unknown to them? You think they didn't see these complications, but they still move forward, right? Right, they did. Brandon, shout out to Brandon, we like you, but um, Brandon has been known to pursue, high-profile women that are in the media, and that has been his goal, knowing that they have been with someone else. Maybe taking pride a little bit in that, right? So do you really not like it? Or do you just not like it when it's reversed on you? Because a lot of times, too, as I've mentioned before, when you treat someone as disposable, they're going to move as such. So if you feel comfortable blowing through these women and discarding them, the same thing you saw in them, you think another man's not? Does it have to be that hard? Is it really that much work? Do they have to be creeping around and just get the introduction for you? Just like you saw that they were beautiful, attractive, had great assets. That man may have too. Right? Right. What's up, Andy?
1: I was going to say the majority, the majority, I'm speaking in general, um, of these women probably aren't getting married. Uh, these dudes, I, you them examples. Derrick Fisher. I'm sorry, Derek Fisher, bro. You messy, homie. Gilbert Arenas. That's that's messy too. The the dudes they know, like you said, they Let's, know what's I mean, going listen, on. But Andre Risen and Jalen
0: Rose. All they running. share a child's mother. Like there, like there is a long, long list. I could go on and on and on. Deion Sanders. He's currently dating who? Babyface's ex wife who also is technically Eddie Murphy's ex-wife because they were in a spiritual union, right? They don't care. They enjoy it. So to me, complaining about it, hitting with the, woe is me, you're going to see her walking away. You encourage that. You do that. You compete with each other for women. They talk about it later on in that thing. Okay. They well, talk about, Gilbert talked about, oh, you messing with her? Let's see who she's going to respond to. And they both hit you at the same time. And maybe you made plans with one and you cancel with the other one, but they both see what's happening. That's the tricky stuff you got to be aware of. But they don't care if they're hitting you and your homegirl's best friend. They don't have a problem with that at all.
1: That's why none of them cats will be the homies. Sorry. I, like I don't know. For me, I just don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You dating somebody? I know that you dated this person. In my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like if we were, if we had any type of rapport, even if it was just a uh, like a not a friendship, but a what's the other word? Acquaintance. Uh huh. I'm I'm just not crossing that
0: line. I feel you on That's that. That's just I, me. I I feel you. These
1: dudes are messy.
0: But they and they like secretly. You know, maybe it's the competitive thing. But listen. They play in a lot of ponds. I could give you a list. There's a lot more, more than you would imagine. Right. I'm talking about marriages and children. I'm not even talking about the casual flings. Right. But you continue to do it. So, Gilbert, for you to sit there and say that, knowing your situation, uh, I mean, you know, no shade, no tea. Y'all can talk your mess, your experience, but let's not act like you don't seek some of that out a little bit.
1: Could the message have been maybe to the youngsters coming up in the game just, you know, maybe curve your love for whoever it is that you're dating. Could it be that what they were discussing more so wisdom for, for the youngsters coming into the game?
0: I mean, yes, but no, here's the thing. Of course it's like, but you're, but the thing is they're putting all the onus on the women. She's going to creep out on you. She's going to go and get with your teammate forgetting, hey, you were messing with 95 broads, told her she didn't matter, left her sitting at home on Valentine's Day, stood her up. She saw on social media, you creeping with girl number two, you sent them the same flowers. Maybe she wants a little get back. Again, I'm not justifying it, but if you don't care about her, right, she was just someone to get over. Again, there was a lot of conversation later about, you know, your favorite side chick, wives and girlfriends technically are off limits, but the work is the work. But here's the other thing about it. As much as people like to talk about men not getting feelings for some of the women that they just burn through, sometimes they do. And sometimes it's just ego and they don't realize that they liked her until they see Their teammate, Sportner, rolling out, and she doing all the little special things for them that you thought was reserved just for you because you're special. Okay, so here's the other incredibly messy thing to add to this mix. We know that Gilbert's ex, Laura Govan, Gloria Govan's sister, was on Basketball Wives. We know the rumors, and I'm just going to say they were rumors, were that Laura and Shaq had an affair, right? We also know that one of the big storylines on Basketball Wives LA early on was Drea Michelle joining the cast who was one of Gilbert's side pieces who he moved to LA and funded right before she got on Basketball Wives. So that's the scenario. So Little Duvall posted this clip, right? And in the comments, because Agent Zero, that's Gil, is no punk, You know, someone said, Agent Zero, he hasn't forgotten what Shaq did to him, right? Gil got in the comments and said, it was his side chick and assistant. He's talking about Laura. Mind you, he and Laura were engaged. They do have children. Their children are high school age. You are going to be hearing a lot about his son and his daughter. I I can't remember where his daughter just announced where she's committed to for um, next season. But they are, you know top picks they're on the aau circuit burning it down right um and this is his children's mother and so he said that he took her her meaning laura gilbert saying that he took her from shack that Shaq begged her back and she ran back and that's why gilbert said he was never mad that laura was messing around with Shaq because he took her from shack to begin with when she was Shaq's side chick and also alleged assistant. This is what Gilbert's saying. This is all alleged, but this is what Gilbert is putting out there. And then Gilbert followed it up with, Imagine losing your top side chick to a rookie second round pick, and you're a superstar with all the money. That ego was hurt, my guy. He He had to pay top dollar to get her back. One, that's messy, Gilbert. This is your kid's mom, and they're in high school. And we know how this stuff travels. When we come forward, we'll get into more on this topic, plus a couple other trending topics and headlines to wrap out the night. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So, one... Gil, I think that's a little mean. That is your kid's mom. Why are you talking about her like side chicken assistant? I mean... But... Bigger than that... Bigger than that... Listen... You you were not introducing her to the lifestyle like you proclaimed. She was already invested. She was already involved. So what is your stance from you know um i don't know i i just think that oh this is what i forgot to add shaq also came into little duvall's comments and his response was i don't beg now we've seen him beg a little bit for shawnee but you know I don't know, was that an admission of guilt? We know he did something. This has probably, I'm sure, all been worked out in the years following the divorce when he and Shawnee got cool again. But um, I just wonder, much like I wonder with Scottie Pippen's son, Scottie Jr., when he made it to the L, right, and some of these others, how messed up that must feel to have people discussing your parents in that manner and like kind of know some facts behind it it's not just speculation we got some confirmations in some of these things kind of you know an uncomfortable conversation even though i get it the bottom line is to tell the rookies to what Because what are you actually telling them besides saying, oh, your girl's probably going to cheat on you? Hey, maybe if you wouldn't cheat on her, she wouldn't cheat on you. She wouldn't be motivated. Maybe not treat these women as disposable, you know, but it's all a part of the game, right? I don't know what the correct answers are. I don't know what the solution is. But I do know that those men up there, you know, each one of them has a reason to be a little bitter. I'm not saying they are, but they've had some interesting situations with their mates. And just like you want the women to take accountability, you have to take accountability, too. If you want a chick that, how are you mad? Because she is in the mix. Listen. Thank you for rocking with RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580 tonight. We always appreciate you checking in. Make sure that you are locked in tomorrow. We have another amazing show from you. We're going to get into a little bit of a fashion talk topic. We're, of course, going to talk more of these trending topics and headlines, more around athletes and relationships. I like those topics. Got a lot of you know, knowledge on them, like to share and spread, so we'll get into that, plus whatever is buzzing for the day. Thanks VIPs for locking in. On the other side, of course, the best of KBLA. Until tomorrow, I hope you have an amazing Monday, and I will see you on the other
2: side.